Steve Akardragos Fajagos Sportsline and Scarf Bay Community Radio. Uh, welcome everybody to this, today's programme. Pat McNamara here standing in for Leo on 88.3 and 92.7 FM. Uh, as usual, coming in association with Dirk Credit Union. Today we're going to be joined by Killinina Farmer, midfielder and current uh, selector Mikey Noon and of course our regular analyst Patsy Fahey to talk about hurling and a little bit of camogie and Gaelic football as well. So Patsy, uh, we're now at the stage where the Senior Intercounty Championship is over for this 2023. Sadly, in many people's eyes, that it's all squashed in so tightly. Uh, we have uh, four times All-Ireland Champions Limerick. Awesome in their performance, I think we'll all agree. Uh, first of all, give me your thoughts on last Sunday's final, Patsy, in general. Yeah, sure, Patsy. We were all in trial in the first half, really, to be honest with you. It was, it was, it was, it was like old Kinney. They, they they came with the, the the absolute ferocity. They were ravenous, you know. They hit everything that moved, and 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 no, I, I you couldn't say Limerick was stunned, but Limerick knew what was coming. But it was kind of like an early a boxing fight, uh, Pat. You know, they they took the punches, they took the punches, and they still managed to stand up going into half time. You know, we all thought maybe maybe a few more points for Kilkenny in the lead would, would wouldn't have done a disservice to them. But you know, in terms of Limerick. They just keep it ticking over. You know, they got a little bit of a foothold before half time, and probably, you know, if, and, and, and of course, then you, you know what happens at half time that the likes of Kinnerk and these guys get, get into the, 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 the total breakdown of what's happening. And, you know, it, it changes a bit. I, I, I wasn't up at it now myself, but, you know, I was watching it, and, you know, a few lads kind of commented and said, you know, Kilkenny going well, Patsy. They kind of know that I'd be a very, a very ardent Kilkenny kind of supporter as well and, and looking at the hurling over the years. And I said, a long second half to come yet. I said, like, you know, so we all knew that the Limerick, the, the, the Limerick backlash would come. But I don't think anyone would have thought it was going to be that good and that ferocious. What they've done in the last 20 minutes was absolutely outstanding. You have, you have to tip your captain. And I got captain last year when Kilkenny put him under the pit car with five minutes to go. And they, they came out on top of, 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 of a very good All-Ireland as well. But what they've done in the last 20 minutes of All-Ireland was just unbelievable, Pat, really, to be honest with you. 100%. Mikey, we were talking socially the week, the night before that, that All-Ireland. Uh, you and your brother, Ollie, were there. And Ollie was given Limerick a big win. I was given uh, Limerick a narrow enough win. And I think you had uh, your own ideas on it. Um, looking back at it now, um, was your predictions close to the mark? A, a bit out, uh, unfortunately. No, um, I, I honestly thought if if it was a tight game, maybe going down the stretch, that Limerick or sorry Kilkenny could could have easily maybe won a tight game. But uh, even at half time, you know, and you're saying, okay, they had a couple of points up, but you just something was telling you this Limerick team, they don't do panic, you know, they they have this knack of maybe different lads pulling them through in tough, tight situations, different games, and, and then, like the second half, definitely didn't see that coming. I mean, they're just overall play. I mean, they, they, they literally blew Kilkenny out of the way in the second half. They just blew them blew them away. We haven't seen the like of it before, I think, Mikey, would you're correct there. Patsy, does that, I suppose we can talk about the Limerick players, but there was plenty of talk in the, since then, all the week, about the Limerick backroom team and that they have somebody top-notch nearly for every aspect of preparation. Do you think that's a bigger factor than maybe people they're crediting for, or is it just the players they have? Yeah, look at that. I, I think it has to be now at this stage, because like, there's, there's no way you can handle a group of players, and, and there has been a little bit of off-field issues that, that, that you know, most of the general public would know about, but it hasn't got to the, you know, to the, to the major stage that, it, that anyone would be dropped or suspended or jailed or anything like that, you know. But there has been a few issues, which happens in, in teams. And we, we, we've all been involved with teams and clubs and all that kind of stuff. And there always be issues that you have to start out. Kylie seems to be a man that has, you know, uh, he just seems to be a master at how he manages everything. Like, it, it, it just seems early in the season, Limerick have a few little issues. John mm. Kylie seems to start them out, you know, and all of a sudden, and everyone's rolling into the same wavelength. Then come, 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 come to champ. Like it's, 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 it's no ego. Like John Kylie has no ego. I think if John Kylie was there with Paul Kinnock, and if someone asked who made that call or not, John Kylie had no issue with saying that was Paul Kinnock's call. You know, John is not going to going to up and say, well, it was my call, and I don't that. Like, we don't hear anything. There's absolutely no egos with Limerick. The backroom team. You know, whatever about, 
they have probably the most. You know, they, they can, they can, they can. You know, with JP probably at the back, at the back of this, wants the best for them. And I'm not going to talk about money or anything because at the end of the day, you're still going to go forward. But JP is probably put in that little extra that you can get that flying punch. You know, she, she, she's supposed to be uh, the woman that's that's keeping keeping everyone in check. You know, so there's a there's there's a woman that that, that that's very very much appreciated in Limerick. Now, obviously, Kinnock is still there. If Kinnock wasn't appreciated, he'd be gone. Unfortunately for Clare, uh, he he left. Uh, you know, and, it was a massive loss for Clare, and we all know that. You know, he stepped into a real, a real good scene there with John Kiley. And, you know, four in a row, look, only lasted in, 2000, in 2019, I think, you know, so in the semi final, they could be going for six in a row. Look, they'll put everything in the back next, next year to get that immortality at five in a row. Look, at the moment, it looks like no one can stop them. Everyone seems to be going backwards. Our own county player could, can, but. We need everything to go right for us to, 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 to maybe do that. It's going to be very interesting next year, Pat, just looking at the, at the monster scene of it. Because that was the road following that Kilkenny team in 2009, going for the five in a row. Everything kind of went wrong for Kilkenny. 10,000 down watch in, 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 in Nolan Park. It, it, was, it was a total fiesta down at Kilkenny looking for the five in a row. And it kind of got to mind. And I think John Kiley and all the backroom team and whoever else is with him will also maybe manage that a lot better than Kilkenny done in 2010. Yeah, and a very, very good point, Pat. Sam, we'll come to we'll come to that. Uh, I think again in our conversation, Mikey, just to go back to the Kilkenny maybe for a moment. Um, Derek Lee in his first year, obviously, a man who comes across very, very well in interviews. I like I like his attitude. Um, obviously, has has learned through through the Cody School of 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 management, but. Um, it seems to me now, from last weekend, that Cody and himself are in two different uh, countries, if you like, with the talent available. Uh, Kilkenny's lesser lights don't seem to be, you know, going to fill the shoes of your Shefflins and your Eddie Brennans and your TJ Reeds and your Finnellys and your and your Jadelines, etc. Um, they don't see. He doesn't really seem to have the material, or is that unfair, do you reckon? Um, I think maybe if, there is a, a couple of young lads coming through there, but like you, you have to, you have to agree that the, the the lads that they have to live up to now at this stage. I mean, these lads are going down the history books. As I mean, what they've won in that Kilkenny jersey, um, like there are shining lights coming through, like Owen Cody, Mikey Butler. These lads are more household names now at the moment, even though they're only on the scene, maybe two or three years. But like. Um, De- definitely Ling he, he has been involved under Rage and Kilkenny he probably knows there's a certain amount of talent coming through and it's it's. I think his <coughs> idea now would be trying maybe hold on to the likes of if he got TJ for one more year if he, these older lads just to stick around these couple of more years get gel these lads get these three or four lads in every year it's 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 a big ask to to, to try and um you know, get get Kilkenny hurling back to the way we'll say reaching our Ireland finals and winning winning Leinster's back to back to back, and you just they're a they're a proud hurling county. They they don't they don't really strive for much else up there. Bear the bear the hurling. It's um, I would never rule them out. They could turn up next year with four or five new lads again. Yeah. Billy Drennan, uh, notably played the league this year but got injured. I don't know. Maybe he could have made a big difference Sunday going well. Um, no, would never rule out Kilkenny. Blanchfield as well, Mike. Yeah, Dave uh, Blanchfield. Blanchfield a, mass, was a huge loss. Massive loss. That, that, massive uh, loss. He was a huge loss. And, and another man going well and, and, and probably would have been up for a, an All-Star award. Maybe maybe is still, but um, yeah, you, you take out these lads. Just one thing I will, I will, I will say, is, and I noticed this year, is around midfield and, and the centre-back position, just the uncertainty of who was going to be there on, on, a, on a certain day. And on big days... It's it's up the middle. It's it's your main spine. It's these lads you look to on big days. It, it just it's it looked like okay, he's finding his feet for the first year, and that's yeah, fair enough that's because true. it going forward would I have any worries? Uh, no, uh, Kilkenny were always strong. Kilkenny will always be strong. They will bring on these couple of lads every year. And um, obviously, it'll be it, no, it's good for Holland for, for that to continue. They're not going away. We know that for sure. Pessy, uh, just on the Blanchfield thing, I agree one hundred percent. What I lost a strong physical under the under the ball man in halfback. But was it a kind of a bad decision to go bringing in Wally Walsh, a forward first of all, who normally comes in to lift the crowd, maybe with twenty minutes, twenty five minutes to go, uh, 
and rejig things a good bit. Whereas if you just brought in a direct replacement for maybe a, a, direct, a direct replacement for Blanchfield and kept his forward shape and his forward plans as they were, you know, was it the best way to handle it, do you think, or has that just been wise after the event? Yeah, yeah I, I 100% agree, Pat. I, I, I think we all thought to Walter, at the moment, like we got word kind of that Blanchfield was out and we, we kind of knew the Walter was in. But I kind of said at the time, I said, geez, I, I said, Walter really should be coming into the sub, maybe, with, you know, even at half time. Yeah. You know, just unsettled legs, you know. Like, Walter and maybe Damon Burns, would say, you know, who caught a world of ball there in the second half when, when, the, when, when the puck outs were going down top of him. Like, Big Wally on top of him probably, you know, would have been a better fist of it. But Wally was gone off at that stage, I'd say, you know. So, I think it was a mistake starting. He was the best man at the wedding the previous night, you know what I mean, the previous yeah. day. You know, it, it does take a little bit of a toll on you. Understandable, everyone was 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 on the water or belly gone, whatever they have, you know. But like, it, it couldn't have been great preparation, you know. Walter's a guy that was going to feed off the bench, feed off the crowd. It was tight, you know. And we, you know, we they didn't have that, you know. They didn't have that off the bench. They had a couple of seasoned guys, Richie Hogan, Killian Buckley, you know. Parik Walsh was used at half time, you know. So they had a few guys off the bench, and I agree with Mikey. I thought if they went down the stretch and got the subs on, if it was tight, I think Kenny's experience might get him over the line. But it was just, it was, it was, it was, it was gone. It was gone at that stage with 10 minutes to go. But I do agree with you. I think Walter was probably a mistake. Maybe try someone else. I'm not sure how fit Billy, Billy Drennan was. Uh, Billy Drennan yeah. is, is a fine prospect. <clears throat> but I mean, uh, you know, he, he, he's definitely one for the future. But obviously, uh, you know, they saw something in training that, 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 that wasn't happening for him. But it was just unfortunate. I think that Wally just had a bad day. And Wally was normally a bit, a bit, a bit more accurate than what he was. And he just had a bad day at the office, really, to be honest with you. Yeah, and I suppose his days are starting. Maybe big matches nearly over. He's a big, a big unit, and probably you know the body isn't able to stay going for twenty minutes at the end and catch one and run in and knock the lads out of his way if they're getting tired. But it was Walter's way. Um, Mikey, back to Limerick for a second on the pitch. They were awesome. We agree, especially in the second half. Are they? Are they? Uh, a team without a single weak link, or is that stretching it a bit? It's it's hard to find one, Pat. Um, interesting to hear the a lot of the, the the talk Sunday night of of the next man up. This mentality of like, if you listen and even to interviews from the Limerick players since since Sunday, I mean, it, the, the the talk about this family bond and. They said, "Well, you, you can't exaggerate it because someone will always, someone might find something to say. Well, look, they don't look like a family." But he said, "We, we don't have to, we don't have to act. It's to, to actually, actually for it to be, for it to be a, a case. It, it's just they're so tight, they're so tight knit. You hear them saying, look, we love meeting each other, training. Yeah. We love meeting for coffee beforehand. We all get along.'" It's 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 just when they all it, it, even to get ten or the fifteen playing well, Pat, it's you're facing a juggernaut. It's and, and and as I said earlier, it's it's when maybe Kyle Hayes or someone is having maybe a, a quieter day, then you've like Darrow Donovan tore into the championship yeah. this year, like and and maybe he was always classed as maybe a quieter a quieter uh, um, part of the team, but and 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 it's just. You, some days when there's lads quiet, someone's going to pop up. And, and generally when they get going, like they did in the second half Sunday, I mean, how do you how do you play against them? And that's exactly my, my next question for Patsy was, Patsy, everybody knows what Limerick are going to do. There's nothing unpredicted about them. They don't swing surprises or set-ups or sweepers or extra players here or lesser players there or lads out of position, generally. Everyone knows how they're going to do it, and yet... The, te- the, the, the current top teams haven't devised a way of stopping them that was our own team for being closest in fairness to Lohan and, and his team but um, you know isn't, that's very unusual that you know everyone knows exactly what they're going to do and yet they can't be stopped yeah and like, in like you hold Angela and you hold yeah. you hold uh, Seamus Flanagan like you tell me in Kilkenny that you hold them to a very limited uh, outlet that <laughs> you're, you're going to say you have a serious chance here you know, in fairness, you know... Yeah, just a couple Key of points, it says, I'll score there, yeah. Yeah, Key Lynch came to the four, obviously, you know, and then, like, you know, you just never know, as Mikey says, who's going to step up next. I just thought that the halfback, I mean, obviously, was a the, was the, was the massive platform for him in the second half, you know, and obviously the midfield as well, you know, so mm-hmm. they got through a lot of work. But, like, you try to hold Galan and you try to hold Sheva Stanigan, you know, you, 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 you get Tom Morrissey, I think, taken off again, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, it, 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 it's a serious it's a serious kind of a, a win for Kilkenny if you're thinking them three lads would be, would be held in check and yes they still lose by nine points 
you know, they're still getting blown away in the second half, as Mikey said. You know, so it's it's, it's an unbelievable performance. It's just, they just keep going and going, and they brought on a few lads off the bench, and it's a, it's a real serious juggernaut, and I agree, it's a real family unit. It looks it looks a real tight-knit, close unit, and they seem to peak at the, at the right time of the year. They seem to just manage to peak at that semi-final, and, and the final, they always produce their best. And that's a fair achievement from any management team to get their players peaking at the right time. Kenny done it back, back, back in them days. And, you know, injuries probably derailed them a small bit. But, like, we go back to 2010 and, and any of your listeners will be listening. Like, you know, you go back to Kilkenny who were in the prime. You had a temporary team coming. Yeah. You had a temporary team in that, that, that only lost that four in a row. We'd say that they're all out by a couple of points. Uh, a dubious enough penalty, Shefflin buried it, man sent off, you know, they, they kind of saw it up at four or five points. Now all of a sudden, as, as, as we're saying, who's coming? Kilkenny can't get any better next year in my view. There's going to be a raft of retirements probably. They just don't have him on the bench in my view to, to, to compete at the Limerick level. Yes, they might win another Leinster, but that's, that's up to Galway maybe. Who's going to come? Wexford, who are fighting relegation. Dublin, who are, who are just uh, an enigma. He can't get it going at all. So that's Leinster soccer. Down in, down in Munster, we have Clare here. The, the, Clare are the, are, the, are, the, are the things that, that could derail uh, Limerick. But in case Limerick, will they be worried about Munster next year? Only worried about getting out of Munster. Yeah. The key is for Limerick, the five in a row. They don't really mind this Munster now anymore because that, that has to be enough thought process now. You could come toward in Munster, play a, a, a Joe McDonough team, and then play... Uh, a Galway or Kilkenny semi-final Limerick will not fear that That's true and of course in order to get Limerick out of it uh, say for us we, we, we would hope and I think Clare need to win the Munster Championship and they're capable of winning Munster next year but two other teams have finished ahead of Limerick then keep out of it and that's so unlikely Mikey now that we've, we've spoken about the All-Ireland it might be the, the, the conversation is going this way anyway look at the other teams the years they've had uh, briefly we won't go too much depth into it and let's talk about we might leave Clare till the end but yeah. we have Galway you have Cork you have Tip you have Warford you have uh, I suppose as the leading con- you know the, 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 some of the leading contenders uh, we'll get Patsy's views afterwards where do you see their year yeah. ha- well I, I ha- suppose if we start with, with, with the first game in, in the Munster Championship this year uh, was our own game against Tip inside in the park and and like you think after that day, like there's something coming now on tip again, and and new manager brings new, a new pep in the step, should we say? But as the year went on, they just seemed to get flatter and flatter, and and, and I, I I work in Limerick with quite a few Tipperary lads, and and the, the common story down there is whether it be true or not that that there was a lot of players that came through from last year and they weren't up to the standard of the condition that was needed, whether it be. An oversight last year, but they, they seemed to think that they were playing catch up with the rest of Munster. In the earlier rounds, yeah, they were firing on all cinders, but as the games come, and as you know, they come ticking fast in the Munster Championship, mm. a week, uh, two matches in a week, it, it'll go against you if, if the condition is not there. That seemed to be the way with, with, with Tipperary. Um, Cork uh, disappointed me this year. Um, the, we all know about the underage setup in Cork now, and, and they've a couple of under 20s won. Was this year their year to kick on? I, I think so. Yeah, I think there's and and look if we look at the Limerick and Cork result, I mean Limerick could have been out and Cork mm-hmm. through. I mean the, the, the Munster Championship, so many games decided on on a pint, two pints. Definitely Cork are with their underage structure uh, a common team. So uh, the trenches will probably break through. Yeah, yeah, and a big strong men. Yeah, and I was actually at that Munster final, and some mm-hmm. of their some of the, the physique of some of their under twenty holders is is frightening. That, that, um, Limerick obviously are Ireland champions ourselves well we'll say we'll, we'll go back to Waterford maybe before we, we go any further um, look at we heard lately Davey's gone back another year can they turn it around I don't know there's, there's something stale down there that's, that's, look at you have three very good managers in the last three or four years yeah. that just haven't seemed to be able to turn into now of them whether it's an ego thing down there whether it's I, I don't know what it is the, the players the hurlers are there definitely it's it's the problem seems to be is gelling the whole thing together and and you just wonder at times are they actually doing it for the jersey or are they doing it for is there too many individuals involved on 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 that on the Waterford team on a given day, it's a, it's a hard one it's a hard one to to chew on now. Um, 
Munster Championship next year will be like we were so looking forward to this year. Yeah, definitely. I It'll mean, we have to live up to this year. It, it sure will be hard. Be to, you're good. looking forward yeah. to games already, like the likes of Limerick coming to Cusy Park next year. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, Patsy, how do you assess the contenders? I mean, um, as my, from my own point of view, I think Mikey he's a, an interesting one there. But Waterford and, and, and it's very hard to manage them. Uh, it's beginning to look like that Galway are beginning to go. I won't say go that path, but you know become just not the sum of their parts. Simply isn't isn't where they should be at all. And then you have Tip uh, with Cahill getting a bit of a kick, but not half enough that you'd expect. So uh, a few teams with issues to deal with. But having said that, either one of them could turn it on on any given day. Yeah, look, it's a it's a, it's a difficult one, um, uh, Pat. Uh, look, is there anyone pushing forward? You know, that's I, I agree with Mikey. I think Watford. I think they're they're they're, they're going to hit the neutral button again next year. It looks like it. I I, I think they're nearly unmanageable. I think Davy is going to get into a, a, you know another kind of a, a rut, as they say, next year as well. You know, so it's 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 a difficult one there on Watford. Cork, yes, they're close. They're close, but they need. They need to get over the line in these big games, and they didn't get get, get over the line against Clare in a tight one in Cusick Park. Didn't get over the line against against Limerick in the Gaelic rounds, you know, and and, and Tipperary obviously as well. So they 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 they're kind of stuck in in they're coming, but can they get over the line in a big one? They they could be the the, the most dangerous to Limerick as such. With that, now Clare, we all know the issues Clare. We we all know that we can do it. But we seem to have a have, have, have um, an issue with you know decisions on the line structures. You know we're always kind of second guessing ourselves after big games. Patsy, on yeah. that, sorry if I just mind me interrupting yeah. you because it's it's related to what you're saying. I was just thinking yeah. there while you while you were stepping back, you were talking when we come to Clare. If there was one single thing that Clare should do differently uh, on the field next year. For you, what what would it be? If you could put it onto one single aspect of what they're doing. One single aspect, I suppose, would how would I say trust 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 your players, I suppose, and and, and you know trust the process, and and you know you, you players have gone toe to toe with Limerick, you know, many many of occasion, and and have done done very very well. But I just think tactically astute. We're not tactically astute in the line. And I don't know, as I on this show last year saying the same thing I'm going to say this year. We need an Anthony Daly type figure in with Brian Lowen to make sure that the tactical decisions are, are, are correct. Or, or at least that they're, that they're, you know, that we can have someone to say to Brian. Because I always can, can keep saying it. Kylie looks over his shoulder. It's Paul Kinnerk. When 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 Liam Cahill looks over his shoulder, it's Mikey Bevins, right? It's these guys are they're they're tried and trusted, but I don't know when Lohan looks over his shoulder who he has, okay? And the the, the mantra out there at the moment between the Clare fans and the Clare public is Brian Lohan needs to freshen up his backroom team. You know, will that happen? I don't know, but it it it, it, ha- it, it to me it has to do something has to has to give. He needs to drop a couple of guys, or else bring in a couple of guys, or else add to the equation. Bring in a guy that, he's, that he can trust tactically, because we're not getting the right tactic in the sideline. Yeah, like yeah. you ask a thousand people going into that game against Kilkenny, what will happen today? No one of that thousand people in Clare, Clare fans would have said that Shane Amore would be a sweeper. Yeah. Only our management team decided this. It was a total like, ball to me, the blue. It's absolutely fans. crazy. Yeah. Absolutely, and, and, and just just to touch on on, on the sideline and, and the backroom setup there, Patsy. I mean, I was only five rows behind Brian Lohan and where they were situated the last day in, in Crow Park against Kilkenny, and he seemed to come back to the one man the whole time, and and it, that was Ken Ralph. Yeah, he was sitting in the middle of Sean Tracy and James Morton, and it was the handing over the shoulder, and whatever instruction he was coming back to either or whatever he was hoping to get was coming off Ken Ralph. And that's what, what it looked to be. And, and there was people beside me saying the same thing, and it was so obvious. So maybe a fresh injection of, I don't know, well, Mikey, a, a, a younger, a, a younger I, I type. Think the players need a fresh injection. Oh, yeah, the yeah, definitely. The um, crucial things in the setup. Yeah. Like at the end of the day, the players are the most crucial part oh, of the course, setup. Yeah. And I think the players would need a fresh injection. Because yeah. you could have a raft of retirements now. If people think that thing, things are stale, like, like Big John could go, you know, uh, yeah. Shane O'Donnell could go, you know. 
Paul Flanagan, who wasn't used this year, could decide to go. Big, huge yeah, experience last year. You know, we lose down. experience on. We lose experience, lads. We 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 we. I wouldn't say we're back starting at at, at, at ground zero as I say, yeah. but we're losing a huge amount of experience to take down a team for the drive for five, as I say, for Limerick. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, you know, it's 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 a very worrying time, and and Brian has to sit down and ask himself questions obviously you know yeah. I don't think Brian Malone is going anywhere right yeah. we all kind of nearly figured that but definitely if he, if he, if he wants Clare to succeed and to, and to push on to the next level I definitely think we need an Anthony Daly type figure there no I'm not saying Anthony Daly is going to come in but I'm just saying someone he can trust tactically that, 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 that will be up to scratch the players can trust as well because I think the players are a small bit kind of saying well what are we actually going to do or what will actually be posing us today on a big day? Because I think a lot of this stuff is is is, is thrown at him, and we we've all heard the stories. And look, we 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 all heard the stories that this 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 sweeper system was thrown very late in in the in the week leading up to Kilkenny. You know, so yeah. that's not good. Yeah. That is not good. <laughs> Just and, 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 like that 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 like Brian isn't a rookie manager now. This stage, yeah. you know, Brian is a, Brian is a seasoned guy, good guy. Got, 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 has got played up to a really, really competitive level. But we, we, I, 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 I don't think anyone would, would have predicted that sweeper, sweeper role. Like, if you're looking at Aaron Gillan and you looked at the Munster final, who came in and stopped Aaron Gillan? Shane Moore. Wouldn't he have been a perfect man to bring in an own Cody that day? It was just crying out for a Shane Amore type figure. Because I go back to the county semi-final last year when Shane O'Donnell was ruining everyone's lives in, yeah. the, county, in the county championship. And who, who went back? Shane Amore. And the whole dynamic of that semi-final changed. I, it, it, to me, like, I, I, I'm no expert. But I'd be looking at it from the sideline and I'd be saying, Shane Amore was a perfect man for own Cody that day. Very interesting, Pat. Uh, that's saying, you're not too wrong in that assessment. Let's say, from my own point of view, I think... The biggest issue, Claire, one of, one of the biggest issues for me would be the average number of wides we have in any given championship game. It's somewhere between, was it, nine the last day and about 18, right? And free, long-range freeze as well. If we sorted out that part alone, either stop shooting from ridiculous angles or distances and get a free yeah. take and put over nine out of ten, we, we win most of our games. And uh, yeah. that, that'd be the biggest thing for me. Obviously, obviously there's other things as well. But look, we all have our own. Just a step for you there, Pat. And, and Peter Duggan just touched on his, on his interview Sunday before throwing that um, Kilkenny were, were working off a 79% shot efficiency. And he yeah. said we could get to 66 that was the highest they got this year. Yeah, and that has been so high, that is highest. a that, massive that, difference. That's exactly. Listen, Les, we'll leave it at that. We have a, a great discussion and uh, lot, there'll be lots more discussion about Clare over the winter months, I'm sure. And, and uh, as, as the club scene goes on, we're going to the club scene very shortly. But before we do, we've asked the lads just to, uh, br- uh, maybe fairly quickly, Patsy, I'll ask you first of all, and Mikey can come along then and see where he d- agrees or disagrees with you. I'm sure we'll agree in many of it. And that is the team, the inter-county team of the year from your view, Patsy. Yeah, look, at, I suppose my own view on the intercounty team of the year is like what I see myself, I suppose, really, you know, and uh, I, I'm, not, I'm not buying into, you know, maybe moving people there, but I, I might have bite, to bite my words in a few positions, but like what I've seen this year is what I'm going to, I'm going to tell you, I suppose, you know. And that's so all, that's it, all it we might, ask, yeah. It, yeah. Might, it mightn't be kosher with a lot of people, but I mean, I don't think Clare personally will get will get any more than one Oscar, and I, and, and you, you, but I, I I have two chairmen on this. But yeah. look, at, I'll give you one more thing. Goal, anyway, I think Owen Murphy is, is is one of the best keepers I've ever seen in my life. I, and and, uh, and I, I had a, had, a, had a personal uh, had a chance to meet him personally uh, down at Kenny one night, and an absolutely top class guy. But what a, what a, what a, what a guy in goal, you know. And uh, the, the, I suppose the saves he made against Clare really were, were were the guy to tip him over the edge. And Nicky Quaid, obviously a, a great second, but. All, all more for me. Inside line, I probably agree with, with all the, the, the so-called pundits of the last week. Michael Butler turned out to be the one of the finest cornerbacks, from, from, from one of the finest mind markers in the game. Hugh Lawler, what a, what a guy. To think that guy was uh, was a bit, a bit slow starting in the full-back row for Kenny, and people were questioning him. He, he's turned out to be lights out. And I, in fairness to Dan Morrissey, I'd have to throw him over to the cornerback spot because he, he was very, very good for Kilkenny, uh, sorry, for Limerick all year in the full-back role. So I'll put him cornerback. Half-back line, 
Dermot Burns and Kyle Hayes, two wing-backs for me, absolutely outstanding. I will go for John Conlon centre-back because John played all his hurling centre-back this year. I'm not buying into this um, uh, uh, Darrell Donovan or, or, or whoever, William O'Donnell, going William, back yeah. to centre-back. I'm, yeah. I'm, not buying, I'm not buying that for two games. I'm not buying that. I go with, I go with big John. Richie Reid, I think, missed the Leinster final, so I'm going with John Conlon centre-back. John is a, is a, is a, is a real huge um, man for Clare, and he deserves that. He he's some great games this year. He's the best in that position. So in the country, yeah. Midfield, Pat, I'm going for the two Limerick lads, Daryl Donovan and William O'Donoghue. There's no one else for me, but I will give special mention to Carl Malone. Carl Malone was outstanding for Clare. He was a very un- unsung hero for Clare this year, and I'm not buying into the the, the, the Fitzgerald midfield the team of the year, uh, Dave Fitzgerald. Dave Fitzgerald played no hurling midfield for Clare this year. How they put him in midfield in the RT team of the year or Sunday game team of the year is beyond me. Uh, to me, none, no, no good for me Two Limerick lads were outstanding this year. Half hour left for me, Tom Morrissey, although he got taken off in a lot of matches, he probably didn't deserve to be taken off in a lot of matches. He, he, was, he, was, he was efficient, he was getting his scores, and he probably got, got taken off for fresh legs a lot of the time. Yeah, I think so, yeah. Shane O'Donnell, centre forward for me, 100%. He's probably Claire's only all-star in the real time for me. Shane O'Donnell was absolutely outstanding, number 11 for me all day long. And give me Conor Whelan at the other side. Conor Whelan was outstanding in the Leinster final wing forward. Conor Whelan could be in corner probably for, 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 for an Asda, but to me, Conor Whelan is, not, is, is wing forward for me. Inside line, Aaron Galan, who played most of his, most of his championship forward in corner forward, maybe full because he had a two-man full forward line, but I'll have Aaron Galan in one corner, I'll have TJ Reid in full forward, and I'll have Owen Cody in the other corner. To me, it's probably the, the full forward that everyone picks, but to me, uh, TJ probably did a lot of hurling full forward, probably came out a bit, but Aaron Gillan probably in the corner, to me, probably came into full forward. Gillan was outstanding as well, but TJ did savage amount of work in a lot of games. Probably didn't get his points in play. Look, at he's pushing on, but the amount of stuff that he done for Kenny was outstanding this year, so he deserves an all-star from, from me. So that's my team, Pat. Great, Pat, Sian. Show something, a lot of thought went into it, and uh, there's a lot of debate I see online during the week as well, very interesting. Uh, Mikey will agree with you on some, and he might have one or two differences. Mikey, I'll hand you over to you now to see yeah, what, was... what you've gone with and reasons why you've maybe had a different choice in one or two yeah, places. I was just ticking off Patsy there on my own sheet as you were talking, and uh, we only have two differences, and I'll, I'll quickly go through. I've gone for Nicky Quaid and goals. Um, easily could be either one of the two of them, but I just think Quaid's he's just the responsibility he has on puck outs. He's he knows how to, when to slow down a game. He knows when the quick puck out is on. When he, he loses always, it, when he loses contact lenses. Well, he yeah, loses he's, well, yeah. he's after tea. He just and his his distribution is second to none. I mean, you never see a ball like not go to where it's supposed to go it always goes to hand just for that alone and for the restarts which because they are so important in the modern game my my nod goes Nicky Quaid the um I have Mikey Butler you Lawler uh, Butler because he's he's the up and coming corner back he's, he's he's your go-to guy if you're if you're sticking him on someone if you're worried about opposition as we've seen with Tony Kelly you Lawler has been phenomenal this year absolutely phenomenal I've gone for Barry Nash in the corner because I'd be, and you talked, you touched on it there, Patsy. I don't like to move two lads, too yeah, many lads I, out of I, position. I, I was very close to that as well. Yeah, I was very yeah. close and to I that. Just, I just think, uh, Patsy, when there's, there's very few more um, outside or outstanding sites in Hurland, it's Barry Nash coming out of the ball, giving it to the maybe likes of Hayes, and he's gone again for the return pass. And he's always that maybe connection between the, the defence and, 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 and the forwards. And uh, Barry gets my uh, nod there, corner back. Same half back line, Diarmuid Burns and Kyle Hayes are automatics. John Conlon in the centre, Bear maybe 20 minutes. Again, Tipperary, when, when they were throwing down the gauntlet, it was like John Conlon has been a mince all year. Yeah. And like, t- taken in his age, and, and I think this is his 16th championship year, clear, if, I, if, I'm, if I'm not mistaken, John has been absolutely exceptional. I do think, actually, he will get an all-star in the back. The two boys in midfield, definitely. Dara Donovan has had probably the, his best year in a Limerick jersey. Will O'Donoghue is, as, as they say, the, the Terminator. He's, he's the guy when, when, when something tough has to be done in the field, he'll take a hit, he'll put a man down. He'll, he'll, um, he's the enforcer, really, there when, 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 when things go tough. Uh, before you go any further, I agree 100% Will O'Donoghue. But uh, what I'm, the one thing comment I will make is he used to be one of the few players that's so highly rated that rarely hits the ball more than 10 yards. Yeah. You know, yeah. either hand pass or a little tap with the yeah, hurley. He, 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 but he just, just never drives yeah, it. Yeah, but he just has this, his first, his initial reaction is, where's the man in the better yeah, position? Yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. And, and I'll, I'll find him. And, and that's, and you can see with that's the way... That's his role he does it That's his role. And you can see how Limerick in general do it so well with this, the triangular passing coming out. They just, they have this mantra that 
it's there's no egos involved here. Mm. If there's a man coming in a better position, he gets the ball. This is the way, and you could see it there in abundance in the second half of the Ireland final. I mean, some of that hurling coming out from the back was, was a joy to watch. Mm. I have Tom Morrissey at uh, number ten. Tom probably carried that. Carried the can in a lot of the time in the Munster Championship win. They weren't ticking over Limerick. Got, I think, maybe an average of three or four points in each game in the Munster Championship. I've actually TG at centre forward. Um, again, probably one of his quieter years, but then you just look at his performance in the semi final, and, and I don't think he missed a free. He scored a line ball. He was seemed to be involved in most of the most of the play in, in our half of the field. Shane O'Donnell showing for an all star. He's on the other wing. I mean, some of the stuff this year he done was crazy. I mean, that reverse catch against Dublin. against Dublin yeah. was like the short there against Sunday night and every time you see it it actually gets it, it, it more impressive he's he's a show in and the full forward line I've owned Cody in the corner I mean great year again I didn't back to what you believe from the match in the Ireland final and he got the goal I said geez Owen is on for another another good game here and you know Kilkenny do need the likes of Owen Cody to, it's just Limerick have, have this knack now of, of stifling lads and, and new stifle Owen Cody I mean you take a big part of Kilkenny away uh, Aaron Gillan at full forward, what I believe will be horror of the year. That's only my own opinion. Um, his performance in the Munster final was just like how the, the, the talk about trying yeah. to mark him or trying to, it, it's its just impossible. I mean, he, he does the same thing over and over again. You'd think maybe lads are going to cop onto this, but he just does it so well. He'll go one way, he'll give you two yards, and then he's gone and he's gone. But he's gone a the fantastic other service, way. though, in fairness. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's one bounce. It's one bounce yeah. into the hand, and it's, it's, it's a joy to watch, to be fair. Conor Whelan then rounds off my team. Uh, obviously, man the match in the, in the final. Man the match again against Tipperary when, you know, Galway might have obviously the copped or the, 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 the pushed on the second half, but like uh, Conor Whelan, like the first half performance and other Galway players weren't really on song. Yeah, yeah. He was a go-to guy again. So yeah, just the two changes from you, Patsy. So that's where yeah, yeah. I don't, I, I, I have no issue with that at all. I, I understand what you're saying about Nicky Quaid, with the, with the, with, with definitely with the fuck out and reset. I just thought he didn't save enough. I thought with a few yeah. goals that he would normally save this year. I thought Mikey that he didn't get get the hurley to you know, and and that 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 might push Owen Murphy over the line for the for, for the All Star in my view. Yeah, you know, absolutely, I, yeah, I, yeah. I, And I know what you're saying about the about your own team of the year, and I definitely agree with you. I was very close to Barry Nash as well, but I, I just I just kind of went. I don't like moving, but I, yeah. I went for Dan Morris. But I agree with you. I would agree with you in in, in the other things, you know. So um, I, I I I just wonder where where Shane will actually get the All Star because Shane didn't play anything on wing, but I don't. To see him get the number eleven spot right, for the yeah, I think he will get. Yeah. Really yeah. get you know. I, I don't think it really matters where where you actually get an no, answer anymore. Well, well, within so. within reason, yeah. he'll get one anyway. Let's. Yeah. Just, I, I want to get on to the club scene. You know, we have about maybe 15, 16 minutes, maybe seventeen minutes left for that, and there's a good bit to be said. However, there's only one other thing, and maybe briefly, and I'll ask this question because it's, I heard it debated during the week. Is Tony Kelly a victim of his own high standards that when he fails to get five or six scores from play? I mean, as we said about TJ, he didn't score from play in the last two games he played in Croke Park. Brilliant at freeze, brilliant to win ball. Tony Kelly did score against Kilkenny and he did play, set out a few scores. And he's, you know, what does he have to do? I, I know he was disappointed from, from his normal point of view, but uh, I, I just, and briefly, if either one of you want to come in on that one. Yeah, I, well, if, if I can start there, uh, Pat. Uh, one thing about Tony is, I mean, like, if you look at his stats for this year, I mean, I think he still scored five forty-two or yeah. something like that from, from open play from in, in, yeah. in six games, and and definitely a better game against Kilkenny if he wasn't marshal so much. He's on that All-Star team. Yeah, I, I think definitely. Now there no, is, it's only it's only a debate. Yeah, I'm not, yeah, I'm not saying sure or sure. The question mark being debated. Yeah. The question mark now is if you put a man on him. But we've like remember a couple of years ago, Nyla Leary from Cork tried to pick him up inside in the Gaelic mm. grounds and and. I mean, I don't know, was it the wrong man or the wrong choice was made? But uh, that day, it didn't matter. He was popping up. He was putting O'Leary one way. He was gone the other way. You see, um, yeah, I, I agree with what you're saying. It's like Hego in, in Limerick. And Hego doesn't score four or five points in play. Yeah, yeah. And he's had two massive Ireland finals the last two years um, outside of this year. Yeah, you can be the, the downfall. Your success can be the, your own downfall. But... Um, it's just he's he's not this uh, attritional player, Kelly, where where you're in a tight game and he's going to barge into a, a and win it, come out a rock ball. That's that's not what he does. I mean, he's 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 got this um, special talent of running onto loose ball and and then when he gets in those positions, it's nine times out of ten, it's a score. Um, if if his performance yeah wasn't as uh, shackled in the semi final, he's on that team yeah. 
Pat, briefly, Pat, uh, Patsy, because we, we will move on to the club. Maybe in 15 seconds, your thoughts on that one? I'll give you a scenario. Peter Duggan winning every high ball against Kilkenny in the semi-final. Who should be running off him? Yeah. Tony Kelly. Where was he? Too deep. Back in the half-back time. Yeah. Back in the half-back time with Mikey Butler on him. Not where we want Tony Kelly as a player public. So that's not... Is it Tony Kelly's fault? Or is it, or is it Brian Lowen's fault to say, Tony, up the field. We need you up the field. It was crazy positioning Absolutely. for Tony Kelly to be back in the half-back time in the second half of an All-Ireland semi-final. Like, this is not good management, lads. It's simple stuff. You've got to get your best player on the ball and feeding off the likes of Peter Duggan, who was catching high ball, who was controlling high ball, but unfortunately for Peter, he doesn't have the speed or anything to get away, you know, because he lost at that turn of pace and obviously bottled up after catching it. But why wasn't Tony coming off the shoulder? Getting that, the pop pass. Yeah, yeah. Put it over the bar. The scores like, were it's, on. It's, no, it's, no question, it's, like, yeah. it's, it's a very simple point, guys. You know, and I just don't know where we're going if we can't get Tony Kelly up in the forwards, our best forward in, in, in our generation. Yeah, and Les, listen, we'll leave it at that because this will be debated over and over again. There's, a, there's long nights coming and there'll be sports that will be on every weekend and I'm sure we'll go back to all of these things with the club scene now and this we'll just talk about without the without the clubs that have no county inter-county scene. So the Clare Championship has been is up and running already, as we know, and... Um, Already we know the Scarif have two points in their group and Kilmele have two points in that group with Bellier, Dora Bearfield, Aina Kilnamona, Scarif and Kilmele. Uh, Aina Kilnamona were idle last weekend. Uh, we also know that uh, last night, Friday night, uh, there was another game, Clarecastle and Cretlow, uh, I believe, was on. Uh, sorry, Frederick Cretlow and Abarca was on last night, so we, we were recorded, obviously, in events of that. Like was in the intermediate, we had one game last night. We'll come to that. Patsy, um, Scarif... We, we watched and you helped us with the Scarif uh, uh, Dora Bearfield game uh, without without going into too much detail because time isn't on our side um, wh- how do you see this group developing? Scarif are good Pat Scarif Scarif are good they, 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 had, they had this. when you have Mark Rogers going you have Patrick Crotty going and you have, yeah. the, other, you, 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 you have the other Crotty there firing away in all cinders there as well and you have Hartigan leading the line there in midfield they have, they have, they have, they have serious forward talent I didn't realise I didn't realise Liam, Liam Crotty's first year uh, eligible to play senior hurling he was minor last year that was it. I didn't realise that. I thought it might have got a year in between. He played junior or something. Well, what was some it? Three points in, probably three points in the opening 15 minutes. You know, yeah, he was up and down the field. for his career, you know? yeah. A lot to live up to. Uh, Bellier, well, are you surprised? You, I tell you, for good and deserved their win. Yeah. And they will cause problems for anybody. There's no question about that. Don't know whether our games are on. Obviously, it would be a help if they were on Tuller. Maybe, you know, they, they probably deserve a shot in the park as well. And I'm sure Mark Rogers and, and Patrick Cotty would love that. You know, so, I don't, I, you know, it's, it's, they have, a, they have the, the week off, as I say, this week. But they have two valuable points on the board. And uh, they, they are going to be, they're going to be serious contenders uh, for, for this, to get out of this group. They will cause problems. And briefly, Mikey, who do you expect? Who, who, who are the top dogs in Group One for you? Bellier, Josephs, yeah, well, uh, if, if you're looking at Sardis fixture, I mean, you, you Bellier need a result against Ina Kilmona straight away to get back into contention. I mean, county champions, it's hard to fathom that maybe. They could, if they do lose, they were bad, Mikey. Well. Mikey, they were bad, wasn't they? I, I didn't. They I was bad. actually. Ta- I wasn't at it, Patsy. Yeah. I was talking to my brother, who was at it, and he was absolutely. He was flabbergasted. Probably the worst I've seen Belly in a long time. Yeah. No. No. And I think they, they are. They are down they're two missing, or three. They're, they're missing two or three who are in America. I think Pierce Lillis maybe in two more. Gary Brennan is a huge loss to them as well. But but he said, and I mean Kilmeley and Mirrors, he said they totally deserved their win and and the the sizable the sizable lead they had at the finish. Yeah, so Bellier obviously need a result. I actually work with a, with a guy from mine, and uh, the, the, he's playing with Intermediates, and he's like, with, with Louis McQueen up there, he said, like, the, you have to give him. I, I'm not predicting this game Saturday, but they've it all to do, Bellier, against Ina. Uh, Kilmele have a win already Patsy Josephs again out against them uh, later on yeah, look at, I mean fairness to Dorbeerfield they never gave up last week they, they kept going to the end which is a very very I agree positive, with you yeah Pats, very, Patsy very, very one very thing uh, one thing yeah, about yeah, last week's that. game uh, Kevin made two excellent saves if not three in that in that game last last weekend in Tulla and if if a lesser goalkeeper let's in those two Dorbeerfield are right in that mix with him in the last couple of minutes you know? He would have got tight, Pat. There was no yeah. question about it. He would have mm. got tight if one of them went in. But I think I still think Scarlett would have got over the line. Yes, of course. Better forwards. The positive yeah. for Dora Bay after Pat was they kept going to the line. No one gave up. 
I think I think there'll be a few positional changes this week. I think they got us slightly wrong last week. I think I think the, 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 the nail who came in, uh, Alan O'Neill, like what a what, what, what a guy in the air caused mm-hmm. caused serious problems for a couple of high balls that came in. And I think he'll need he'll need to be on the brow of the square against Kilmealy. He could cause them problems. Whether they have enough in the tank to get over the line, Pat, a couple of the a couple of the, the, the positional switches will have to be amended in my view, because they had a few positional switches kinda of wrong in my view last week. Look at I'm only looking from the outside. They know better on the on the on the training ground. But if that's amended they have a chance. But to me, on Kimelli's performance last week, it'll be it'll be hard to beat him. Good. We'll even quicker go through Group 2. Six Mile Bridge, Crusheen, Clonaro, Callan's Bills. Bridge playing Crusheen uh, later and Clonaro playing the Bills later. Pat, or, uh, we'll go to you this time, Mikey. Um, yeah. you, know, you mightn't see all this club on a regular basis, but what's your gut feeling about how, the, how those games Yeah, I'm actually hearing, go? hearing good things out of Crusheen. Uh, uh, Aidan Hart is on board there doing the training at the moment. Michael Brown is back in, in, in the management seat. Yes, right. Th- that, that'll be a close one. Um, and Saturday even, Crusheen, Six Mile Bridge. The other game, Middles, sure. Be a close one, but yeah, how will it go? Yeah, recently, yeah. Sorry, Pat. It'll be a close one, but how will it end up? Um, I, I'm going to give the nod to Christine on that one. Yeah, I think they're improving, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, um, they seem to be improving year on year on this. Edders, um, maybe a fresh approach now as well, fresh management in. Shock, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mills and Clonlara, Mills, recent Clare Cup winners. Uh, Clonlara, just going through panels, the under Clare champion, actually. Clonlara didn't realise a couple of lads had gone back into meter, but they seem to be back on the senior panel again. Don't know what relevance that has. Mills, maybe look at with the the tails up now, could just maybe snatch that one. And Patsy, Bridge versus Crusheen later on, Clonara of the Mills, uh, your quick yeah. thoughts? Yeah, I'm probably going to go opposite now, Mikey, but I'll yeah. be, be saying a very close game now between the, the Bridge and Crusheen. It should be in store. I think Crusheen had a very, very good league campaign and they're very happy up there with how things are progressing. So, look, a big game, but obviously a big game for the Bridge as well. And, and, you know, they normally start fast. The other game, Mills and Clonara. Clannara are slow stackers in the championship all the time and they always get caught in the first round. They got caught last year by Fecal, possibly, if I, if, I, if, I, if, I, if, I, if I remember. But they need to start fast if Clannara have any interest in the championship. And I think Clannara will start fast today. That's great, Patsy. And Group 3 then is Crat Luna Market, Wolf Tones, Clooney Quinn. As, it, as, we go to, as we go to print, or as we record, uh, Cratlow and Newmarket have play have played will be will be played but have we go on air so uh, slight disadvantage there but look uh, overall um, Wolf Tones are playing Clooney Quinn uh, the, this evening um, Wolf Tones Clooney Quinn Wolf Tones have three or four very very good quality maybe county players but Clooney Quinn everybody seems to think is a common a common squad uh, yeah okay. yeah seem to have their underage structure going well up in Clooney Quinn obviously that the last no Ryan Taylor will be absolutely massive, massive. I mean yeah you look at you you have a co- John Keneally there off the, off the under 20 team um, yeah Wolf Tones as well though. this again Pat won't be a whole lot in this if I was to tip my hat to anyone Clooney Quinn Patsy, Clooney Quinn, would you agree? One of the teams on the open this county, without without a doubt. Yeah, look at I. I'd be hearing on the grapevine because they're close to me that they have a good squad. There, there's good competition for places. I know, like as Mikey said, my Ryan Taylor is a huge blue loss, but they still have a very good young squad. A couple of minors coming in from maybe last year's minor final as well. So I'd be giving the nod to Clooney Quinn that one as well. Just ask both of you very very briefly. Uh, as I said, we we could be either very clever today or very stupid. Who do you think is stronger in general, Newmarket or Cratlow? Uh, Cratlow, obviously, with their football, with their football going well, and for years both teams have been two of the top teams in Clare, uh, which is remarkable. But uh, probably has cost them in, in the long run. Um, which which would you think? Yeah, well, should, I suppose should win on Friday night. If you look at Cratlow, Pat, they probably have uh, a lot of lads now that have. I mean. They're probably hitting towards our late twenties now, and the likes of Conor McGrath and these lads. Conor's probably over thirty now. Yeah. Uh, Mac- Carl McInerney, I see, is captain this year. If they if they can keep these lads going, I don't know. As you said, the football thing has to has to be a factor. I mean, you're playing every second week. I, I I'm not aware of of Newmarket at the moment. I, I don't really know what's what's going on there at the moment. Um, They'd be usually dogged and usually. Yeah, they would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. always were. Well. Uh, Patsy, uh, just because time is moving on, um, do you think Cratlow probably their 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 best days are are, are over in terms of maybe winning clear uh, championships? No, I, well, I wouldn't say the best days are over. I think the best days are always early in the championship. Pat, you know, oh, that's true. because the football would would actually catch them probably later on. Not sure how many is jewel and not not jewel anymore because we wouldn't be privy privy to that information just yet until we see a couple of lineouts and stuff like that. But at the moment, I, I'd say Cratlow would be very fresh and very very hungry for it. So look at. We're obviously doing this now at the moment we're only, we're only guessing but yeah. to me I, I, I'd, be, I'd be plumping for Cracklaw at the start here 
yeah, and uh, I'll, I'll call it a draw. <coughs> now, uh, <laughs> Group 4 is fascinating, uh, as always. I think, you know, a mouthwatering fixture is Aero versus Vehicle, Mikey. Yeah. Uh, first of all, um, obviously, Bradford and Clarecastle fans will, will, will feel the same, but uh, for, for maybe for us out this part of the world and, 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 and knowing Aero from last year's run, etc., this is a major one today. Yeah, yeah, and actually, I, I'm I'm going to make it my business pet to be at this one in. I think it's Shannon at four o'clock on Saturday or uh, tomorrow evening, yeah, yeah. or this evening. Yeah, um, yeah I mean. Met last year in the group, obviously, Arog um, got the win that time. It's just any day Shane O'Donnell is playing, look, I, I'm, I'm going to be making my business to be there. Fecal are, Fecal will take a scalp or two every year. Um, they won't fear Arog. They'll go down to Shannon thinking they have every chance of beating them. Um, another cracker in store. Will Arog have too much? Maybe so. Um, but Fecal won't be one wanting, won't be found wanting. Patsy, if you're looking at the Clare Cup and Aerog in that, I noticed maybe chalk and cheese, but you'd say they were hardly fit for intermediate. Nevertheless, uh, they'll go in as probably one of the favourites for the championship begin this year. But this game, they have to get over first. Oh, 100% they're, they're, they're up there on the top top three or four in the betting for the championship, uh, Pat. But I suppose people are playing actually Aerog in the best possible time. You know, Aerog is Taurus, he's lost actress. You know, got got beat by Kilmele, I think, the first round last year. You know, they're, they're, you know, I, I would know, you know, people involved there. And, you know, it's just trying to get them all involved, Pat. Trying to get them all trained and yeah. try, trying to get the group group, group steadied after after the inter-county campaign. It, it's very difficult for a rogue. It's a time to catch a rogue. But something tells me they might have just have enough for fecal. But this this this, this, this should go down to the wire. It, it should be a real, real cracker. But I'll just give the nod to a rogue slightly. But I think I think fecal will actually make them hugely work for it. I'd agree with that. Uh, certainly fecal, fecal will not be full wanted when it comes to a fighting hard for a, a nearly championship win. Uh, maybe in a world, uh, Broadford versus the Castle Lads, just maybe keep it simple. Yeah, again, Broadford, I mean, the leave it all out there on the field. Any, any day you go out, um, always tough to break down. Clark Hessel probably relying on maybe a, a, maybe a couple of younger lads now coming through again. Um, another another cracker. I mean, the, the amount of good games on this weekend alone, lads, is, is it's, uh, it's mouth-watering, yeah. Patsy, Bradford, Clark Hessel, maybe. Oh, it's a tough one, but I will go back to last year's game between Bradford and Clark Hessel, and I don't think you could get Clark Hessel at a worse day. They were absolutely horrendous against Bradford last year. And Bradford deservedly, deservedly won the game and, 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 and you know, they, they got over the line. Uh, I don't think Clarecastle will be, will be as bad again. I think what I hear in the grey fine, they'll be well, well up for this because they want to make up for a few rights. And this is major pressure off whoever wins this. This, is, this yeah. is really a pressure game. It's a huge game in the championship. It could be one of the, the, the biggest games of the championship, really, to be honest, uh, of Clarecastle and Bradford. I will, I will nip for a Clarecastle uh, close win. Yeah, and I think it could be a high-scoring game as well. Both teams could play maybe open, open, open kind of attacking game. Now, that's the senior. Uh, it's fascinating games in store. Uh, an awful lot to look forward to both this weekend and the coming weeks, indeed, uh, now that the county season is over the way. The intermediate is just as fascinating in many, many ways. There's three groups. Group one is Tulla, Smith O'Brien's, Bodike, Killinina and Tubber. Um, Kilinina and Smith O'Brien's would have played Friday night. Um, both will see this as a, a target. This, I think, as a game they could, they, they'll be targeting to get a victory and and and, and you know get the get the whole thing momentum going. The losers will be will be in a bit of trouble. I think we're lucky enough to have Mikey as a former Kilinina midfielder here, of course, uh, in Clare the beach midfielder as well, but also a selector now with the Kilinina team. And we'll talk in general, Mikey. Um, you know, we've had. Two lads on that fantastic Clare under-20 under run this year, Keith Smith and Ian McDebarra. You've had young Ronan Keane as full-back on the minor team. So there's an awful lot of, and uh, who is outstanding, there's an awful lot of uh, you know talk about maybe Kilnina's individual young lads like that. But having said that, you, you, you're at the coal face with the numbers and that. Uh, it's a struggle to put out you know, a strong team with injuries, etc., etc., and immigration. A lot of lads have gone abroad. So overall... How has your preparation be, and what's what are your hopes for for the season, basically? Yeah, well, um, overall, I mean, we're probably disappointed we didn't we didn't get to um, uh, promotion spot in in the group to get out of the intermediate league into Clare Cup. It's it's when you're down the likes of Ian and Keith, you know, playing with the county, and, and when you're, they're not available to you on a Saturday or Sunday. I think Ian played two league games, Keith didn't play any game. So when you're down these t- the, the class of these two lads every day, I mean, it, it's going it's going to take a hit. We we have. You're 21, 22, 23 in, in the panel. I mean, we, yeah, we don't... Most, we, most panels are 28 to I uh, do, yeah. yeah. And, and yeah. you, you can That's afford to miss lads, three or four yeah. lads every weekend. Yeah. But with one weekend there, were, there was four lads away. And, and we just, I mean, you, you can't... 
all you can do there is prepare as well as you can. Uh, for yesterday evening's game, uh, because all I can say is we haven't prepared. You just hope that we have the couple of games played, challenge games played. We went outside the county to play. And we just hope that the preparation has paid off. And you do, you act the team actually shows up on the day. And, and that's, that's you can have all the preparation done or not done, but you have to be there on the day. And if you don't take it to the match situation, I mean... And as it, as everybody would know, didn't just your two star players either. Oh no, well, I mean, there, there's so the much yeah. that yeah, there's a lot of good hurling in Kilnane, good young hurlers, and 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 hopefully we can we can bring the, these one or two and that you need every year on. Yeah, the other thing, regardless of who who loses Friday evening, there's still three games to go. So you know, yeah, uh, yeah. there's a lot to play for. Patsy, I'm going to ask you directly straight away. Tulla and Tubber are two of the fancied sides enough uh, in that group. Uh, they're playing later on. Uh, I might just ask you to go straight to that game, Patsy, because it's it's a it's yeah. a it's a pretty yeah, uh, enticing crack, one. Yeah, cracking match in store there. I, I I would know you know that uh, you know Tubber moving well. A couple of good challenge matches played recently and uh, moving well. Uh, Tulla, I think they are on lads there. Doorbell there a few weeks ago as well, and uh, things are going well as well. You know, so this this has the makings of, of of a real good game, good test for the for 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 the first round. Look, at, I'm going to edge first Tubber. I I I would know I would know slightly. That, that, that they're moving very, very well and uh, look at, as I say, I call Tupper on this one, but again, this, there shouldn't be much in this. Just like, uh, you know, with the previous night there, uh, I, I agree with Mikey, I think I think the key is, like, for Kilnana and Smith O'Brien, be competitive, you know, regardless, okay, the great get a result, but be competitive and take something positive into the next. This, this group is a war of attrition, just savage hurling has been on this group, you know, so the, the key is, Keep it positive, you know, keep keep it tight and then at least come out of it saying, look, at, there's plenty of hole in this group and there's more games to be won, obviously. You know? Now, let's, because time is really catching up with us, we have the, the Corofin, Whitegate, Rowan, St. Joseph, Stuart, Bearfield and O'Callaghan's Mills group. Uh, Corofin played the Mills, uh, Whitegate played St. Joseph's, Aina Kilnamona, sorry, Whitegate played St. Joseph's, Rowan or, or Idle. Uh, Corofin, the Mills, Corofin looked very, very strong in that league final, Mikey. Yeah, yeah, um, Again, a lot, a, a good spread of youth coming through. They have played A finals up along all these young lads. Um, probably, if I was to pick a favour for that group, yeah, I'd be probably going with Corofin. Uh, Whitegate, obviously, would be looking to get a bounce back from from coming down last year. Yeah. I mean, their hopes would be to maybe maybe go straight back up again. Rowan, tough outfit. Um, Again, like your, your Patsy was mentioned, Group One is 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 this Group Two is just is just as um um just as tough. I mean, they're just looking at the, the teams. Yeah, there. I just got so, to ask if you're on my back, is we've yeah. only about two minutes to go. Patsy, very briefly, what's your second your 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 uh, your intermediate side like? Yeah, very briefly. Uh, look at our, our lads. Be very young. They be very young. Pat, you know, if they're yeah. up against it. That, 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 that's a savage, tough group. You know, Matty Shannon involved with Corrigan now with Joe Cal yeah. manager. Now Matty's giving a big, giving giving a help out. Big experience coming into Corrigan there. Obviously won the league as well a few weeks ago. Yeah. You know, so Corrigan Corrigan should be the favourites to that. But look at they have a lot of June going on as well. You see, Pat. So as the year kicks on, it could be an issue. You know what I mean? So look at at the moment, Corrigan definitely for me. Yeah. Corofin looked very, very strong. Finally, we wish O'Gunnar very well against Diana Kilnamore on the second team. And uh, I, I think we, we'll all agree that maybe the, the, the individual club there, O'Gunnar here in East Clare, might have a victory there. Let's, I'm going to move on from that because uh, one, two other quick things. I just want to mention this, Patsy. First of all, Clare had a, a, a win over Armagh in the, in the Glen Dimplex Premier Junior semi-final in Ashburn last weekend. Clare, 22 points, Armagh, 2.15. Getting us to the final versus tip. In Croke Park on Sunday the sixth of August at twelve fifty. Now, uh, Clare are looking for a fifth title in this, their first one since two thousand and eight, uh, and they have set up a GoFundMe page. It's very expensive, I suppose, to uh, get teams to where all the transport involved in those games in the north of Ireland and everywhere else, and all the other trimmings for a big match. So they have a GoFundMe page running and. Uh, to help with the costs and we wish them first of all John Carmody and his backroom team and the players the very very best in that final uh, Clare could do it a victory of any kind in, in, in the All-Ireland Championship and uh, we you know if people wish to go support that go fund me I'm sure that'll be very welcome as well uh, so I'll just mention that we'll, we'll be previewing that again next week final thing lads big game tomorrow on Croke Park Kerry, Kerry, Kerry versus Dublin I suppose one of the greatest rivalries of football Patsy uh, in 15 seconds who will win and why and the same for Mikey afterwards I will be there, Pat. I, I, I have been there at the last uh, few hours of Kerry, Dublin. There are great occasions. They're brilliant. They're brilliant weekends, actually, away. And uh, the brother, my own brother's coming back from New York for especially the, the, the great Dublin, Dublin head, would say. Might in a care man, but he loves the dubs. And look, at, he'll be down with Dublin. 
I was on with Kerry, and I think I think with David, with David Clifford maybe having a, having a, having a game of his life, I think Kerry Kerry to sneak it. You want for Kerry, Mikey? Very brief. Very quickly, uh, Dublin. Yeah, very impressive again this year. Seem to be holding the big guns on, on the sideline and getting them in at fifty to sixty minutes, doing the business. Uh, Kerry to win one reason, David Clifford. Lads, I have to disagree, although I think myself Dublin have a better spread of scoring power and if Clifford is held, I can go for Dublin. Lads, it was really a pleasure to have both of you joining us. Patsy, as usual, one of our great analysts, uh, which was on a regular basis. Patsy, we're really pleased to have you and I hope you enjoyed the conversation. Mikey Noon, not with us as often, but has been with us before and uh, always, as always, very, very interesting take on everything hurling and camogie and football. Lads, thanks a million for joining us. Enjoy the sports weekend. Thanks, Pat. Thank you. And that's our show for the day, the end of Sports Time for today. My sincere thanks to Patsy Fahey and to Mikey Noon for joining us with their views today. And my um, also thanks to Jim uh, for uh, producing the programme. Uh, don't forget to join us later on in uh, Six Mile Bridge for uh, the two senior uh, championship games between Kilnara and O'Callaghan's Mills at five o'clock. And after that, then Broadford versus Castle. This is Pat McNamara for Sportsline saying, Bannock Day, August Lawn. Mm-hmm.